Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kip Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. What's interesting is I'm not going to walk you through every single study because there's so many, but check this out. Purpose in life studies from 1954 to last year. In 54, there was one study done, first study ever. 65, two studies. 75, 58 studies. 85, 142 studies. 95, 754 studies. 2005, 2857 studies. 2015, 8,219 studies. 2021, 13,000. Who sees the hockey stick happening? It's like, and this is in every sector, okay? This is in every sector. This is the entrepreneurial sector. This is in healthcare, medical, trauma healing. Every sector is starting to go, huh, I think this purpose thing might be important. I think this purpose thing might be important. There's a direct correlation. By the way, studies cost money, don't they? This indicates that people who are thinking about research in terms of what's valuable to people are funding more studies on this. Why? Because it's so needed. It's so needed now more than ever. It's so needed. You have to ask yourself, why have more studies been done on purpose in life from 2016 to last year than in the previous 57 years? That's staggering. Why? What do y'all think? Because it's what we need next. We don't need just a drug or a modality. We need purpose. And no modality or drug can give that to you, but they can support it. Because when you feel useful, when you feel connected to something larger than yourself, while not forgetting yourself, everything changes. It's the ultimate emotional regulation tool. It's the ultimate trauma healing tool because it's why you were born. It's why you were born. Okay, who follows? Does this make sense? We can get the slide down. I just love showing the data. I love showing the data because there's so, I mean, we could, we could, there's so many data, pieces of data on this. And the, the thing to realize is the research community is really focusing on purpose in life now more than ever. And here's the thing. How long does it take research to go mainstream? How long does it take? That's right, about 20 years, right? So the things that are being published now, okay, won't even be mainstream for 10 or 20 years. 
right? So you're ahead of the game, okay? You're ahead of the game. So when we look at what's called a meta-analysis, what is a meta-analysis? It's like we look at all the studies, okay? All the studies. What are the common side effects of purpose in life, okay? The common side effects are abundance, financial abundance, both short-term and then over time too. There's a whole study that shows over a whole decade, purpose in life is correlated with not just wealth initially, but also money over time. So if you want more money over time, purpose is where you focus. Purpose in life is correlated with better development for children. Better development for children because parents who are living in purpose send different cues of safety to their kids, don't they? If you're not living in your purpose, you're stressed, you're anxious, you're depressed, right? We send cues of danger when we want to be saying cues of safety, right? Purpose in life is correlated with better romantic relationships. Why would that be? Makes sense. We need scientific studies to explain it, but why would it be that you have better love, better romance if you have purpose in life? How come? Think about it. Think about it. Because, exactly, you're happier, right? You have a passion. You have a joie de vivre, right? There's something that lights you up. And if you can be in a partnership where you have shared purpose, game changer, game changer, okay? Purpose in life is even correlated with higher HDL levels, which is, quote, healthy cholesterol, right? And lower LDL levels, which is the unhealthy cholesterol, right? Purpose in life has been documented to increase healthy cholesterol, and decrease unhealthy cholesterol. Purpose in life has also been correlated to decrease or lower A1C levels, which is a diabetic marker, okay? Purpose in life has been shown to be correlated to improving the quality of our sleep. Purpose in life has been correlated to improving immune function, immune system function. Purpose in life has been shown to extend your life up to 10 years. 10 years. What's a decade worth to you? Purpose in life has been correlated with a reduced risk for heart attacks. There's been all these things lately about people having heart attacks on a Peloton, by the way. And it's like they just need purpose and they can have their Peloton. I'm just kidding. I just had to say that, right? But the idea is purpose in life has been correlated to more, not just more emotional resilience, but healing trauma. Purpose in life has been correlated to improve cognitive functioning, brain performance. Purpose in life has been correlated with better emotional regulation. Okay? There's a study that shows purpose in life, purpose in life, purpose in life, the purpose of life? No, that was my dyslexia. Purpose in life reduces all-cause mortality. What does that mean? It means purpose in life reduces the likelihood that anything that can kill you will kill you. And that's not Mastin spouting with shit. This is a meta-analysis of all the studies that are out there on purpose in life. This is what the research shows, okay? This is what the research shows. So purpose is the one thing that changes everything, but we don't do it alone. We don't do it alone. Now, can we bring this slide up? If you don't like science and we need an entrepreneur to tell you, let's let Sarah Blakely say it. It's important to know your purpose, she says. It will fuel you through the very intense, difficult journey. So if you want to be an 
empowered entrepreneur, you start with purpose first. That's not peer-reviewed science data, but that's someone who's produced an incredible result. I, I would be very happy with Sarah Blakely's results in my business. I would be very, very happy. Okay, so we can take that down, right? So the idea is, who here is starting to realize that purpose is like critical? It's like so critical, okay? So now let's start to think about this, okay? Let's break it down, okay? Purpose is what we want, and part of what we want is to change the outcome that we're going for. We want more money, we want better feelings, whatever it is, right? We want to have more social impact, we want to set the example for our children, we want to lose weight, whatever it is, okay? But think about this for a second. Why do we set any goal in your life? Why do you set goals? What's the, what's the thing that you're going for when you set a goal? To level up, to be successful, outcomes. If you think setting a goal is about the outcome, we're off a little bit. We set goals to produce feelings. Because we think if we achieve a goal, we're going to feel a certain way. Think about it. Let's just say your goal is a million dollars. How will you feel once you get there? Safe, free, probably burned out, (laughs) right? But like you're thinking to yourself, I want to feel safe or free or abundant, right? If I want a romantic relationship, I want to feel connection or aliveness, right? If I want to lose weight, probably because I want to feel what? Confident. Very good. Who follows? This makes sense? And so what this means is if we set goals to produce emotional states, you can't get to the emotional state through the opposite of it. So if your goal is freedom, Okay, you can't come from a place of bondage. You can't restrict yourself to freedom. You can't lack yourself to abundance. You can't stress yourself to peace, right? So our goal, as we think about the next step, okay, is to experience now, is to experience sustainable ventral emotions while increasing challenge over time. That is the goal. Our goal is to experience sustainable ventral emotional states, green states, while increasing challenge over time. Our goal is to experience sustainable ventral emotional states while increasing challenge over time. And those are opposite things, okay? Because challenge decreases the likelihood that you're going to be in ventral because we go sympathetic and dorsal with too much challenge. So if you want more ventral, more green, more purpose, we have to do challenge in a different way, don't we? That's why we got to do have support. That's why we can't do it alone. That's why we got to come off a trauma island, okay? So... What this means is embodying your purpose, living your purpose, starts as a ventral emotional state. That's where it starts in your body. You don't dorsal your way to ventral. You don't sympathetic your way to ventral. You travel through them, 
But what we want is we want to bring ventral to sympathetic. We want to bring ventral to dorsal like we did yesterday. Who follows? This makes sense? Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify and we'll see you in the next episode. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, we'd very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we'd very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.